Well, New South Wales paramedics plan to revolt against uh, health department rules, saying they've been pushed to the brink. This week, ambulance officers will leave non-urgent patients unattended at hospitals so they can respond to emergency calls in the community. Yeah, for more, we're joined by author Sammy Lucas and one half of the Tony and Ryan podcast, Ryan John from Melbourne. Welcome, team. Now, under current rules, paramedics are required to wait with patients until they can be formally like transferred over mm -hmm. to hospital staff, even if they're suffering from mild conditions. Sammy, should first responders have the power to make that decision? To, to leave non-urgent patients. Yeah, absolutely. As you said, let's repeat that. So at the moment, under the current rules, paramedics must wait with the patient until they can be formally transferred over to hospital staff, regardless of how mild the condition is. One of the examples they use in this article is even if the patient is suffering from sunburn, the paramedic must wait with them before they can be formally transferred over. Let's remember that there are massive staff shortages in our hospital, which is blowing out the wait times. Imagine you're having a heart attack and you're calling triple O and the paramedics can't get to you because they're sitting in emergency with a sunburn patient. That's how ridiculous this scenario mm. is. So I say bravo to the AMBOs and the paramedics for taking matters into their own hands, letting common sense prevail so they can do their job, which is respond to emergencies and save yeah. lives. You put the sunburn heart thing up as a hypothetical, but that stuff is actually happening it right is. in real world. Uh, Ryan, should there be a triple zero alternative or do people need to be educated about what an actual emergency is or when you're there in the heat of the moment, you think what's happening to you is an emergency, right? Well, here in Victoria, we have nurse on call, which is sort of that halfway point where you can just call and check if it's not an emergency. And Sammy just said, you know, common sense should prevail. And it's like, whoa, turns out common sense isn't that common. <laughs> um, the statistics of people calling triple O for an emergency when it is not an emergency is staggering. So not only do we have not lots of resources, but we also have those resources being wasted, which is really scary. Uh, Tony, who's my colleague, she once took her dog to the emergency vet because it sniffed a leaf um, so she's an idiot um, and I think everyone needs to be educated on what a real emergency is and it would help this out a lot but yeah. that, just to play devil's advocate though you don't want people being just left on gurneys no. in the no, hallway no, 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 no. And, and because there was no communication they just suddenly get neglected and have a heart attack well the other but issue... trusting that the paramedics do know what they're doing. But this also yeah. comes back, Kyle, to the staff shortages across hospitals. So apparently across New South Wales, I think there's 12,000 vacancies across the hospital system yeah, something's because be people with the skills and expertise cannot afford to live in New South Wales. Yeah. They, can't, they can't afford to it live is, here. It is a mess, all, this whole yeah. system. All right, let's move on. And another group of essential workers has reached breaking point, school principals. A recent survey has revealed that principals suffered physical violence of threats, uh, threats of violence, sexual harassment, cyberbullying and abuse from both parents and students. One in two principals are at risk of serious mental health concerns. Ryan, what urgent action should be taken to address this problem, do you think? Yeah, so my mum was a school principal and she now coaches school principals and it's brutal. Like, mm. the amount of calls and emails all hours of the day is unbelievable. So I think people just need to really calm down and remind themselves that a principal is not their child's personal one-on-one -on -one tutor. Uh, and just really understand that 
you know, there's hundreds, if not thousands of kids that principals and teachers are in, uh, responsible for. So I think people need to maybe adjust their expectations. And then similar to what we were just talking about before with the, the nurses, the teachers are so uh, understaffed and they've got so many kids. Um, one of my cousins, it's her job to like organise relief teachers and every day teachers are burned out calling in sick so teachers are covering other classes and doing everything. So they're under the pump and then, you know, things don't go right. They complain to the principal and suddenly, you know, everyone is stressed out all the time. So I think, A, the parents and school community just need to be a bit more forgiving and have some empathy to the tough job that the schools are doing. And then also, like I said, just remember that there's other students other than their own that are in the school system yeah. as well. I don't know, here's an idea. Maybe all those parents who think it's, you know, who, who take on the principals, why don't they try volunteering? You know, the time Ooh. you put in, put into yep. writing an email, why don't you try volunteering at the school mm. and just put yourself mm. in yeah. the shoes of the people who work in schools and then it might give you a little insight into how much they've got on their plate. Just a thought. Sammy, oh. we have our unrealistic expectations. Well, I think also these parents need to consider that the, the level of or the numbers of teachers and school principals that are leaving the career, retiring early, changing careers because of this stress and burnout is alarming. And you're going to be the ones ending up homeschooling your yeah. kids because there'll be no teachers left. What I want to, the point I want to make with this um, story is this survey and this data was collected from a sample size of 7,100 school leaders. Now we've got 10,000 schools in this country. That is a fantastic sample size. Yeah. 7,000 people. It's not one of those dodgy surveys that mm. says we surveyed 25 people mm. and that's meant to represent an entire industry or community. 7,000 school leaders are saying we are burnt out, we are stressed, they're being bullied by, teach by uh, parents, mm. um, they're being harassed, they're yes. being attacked. It's out of control and if something's not done, we're not going to have any teachers left to mm. teach your kids. So true, so okay. true. Uh, thank you so much. Stick Sammy. around guys, yeah. we're back with you in just a tick.